One of the hardest jobs for a founder and CEO is to hire a great engineering team. And if you're based in the Bay, competing with the salaries of Google and Facebook does not make it any easier, which is why I'm really excited to introduce our next sponsor, Turing. Turing makes it really easy to build a software engineering team. Go to Turing.com and they will find you hand-selective top-tier engineers that can work with you on a remote basis. Turing.com is backed by Foundation Capital, Founders Fund, other execs from Google, Facebook, Amazon, and more. And they are on a path to help companies like you find a remote engineering team and not spend years doing it. So if this is interesting to you in any capacity, I would check out Turing.com, T-U-R-I-N-G.com. And when they ask you, how'd you hear about Turing, make sure to tell them you came from the Forward Thinking Founders podcast, specifically tell them Matt Sherman 6, 6 is in the month June, and get that remote engineering team today, not in six months, not in a year, today. And by the way, you get a two-week risk-free trial to give it a shot. So what are you waiting for? Go to Turing.com, T-U-R-I-N-G.com, and I'll see you over there. Now let's get into the show. All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to David Potter, who is the creator of Kuru. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Hey, thanks so much. Uh, thanks so much, Matt. Really appreciate that. Um, and no, things have been great today. The weather is nice. We're over here in Colorado. So uh, things have been good. Thanks for asking. Have you been? I, I'm good. I just swam and was very refreshing um it makes the 100 you know 10 degree outside weather you know not too bad and now i'm here chatting with you about what you're working on which is fantastic for people that don't know what you're working on or don't know much about you can you share uh what kuru is yeah absolutely so uh kuru is a company we started and has been uh growing pretty fast lately um what we do is crew partners with banks and we help them fund more loans or acquire more uh, accounts uh, under the bank. The way we do that is typically banks will reject 60 to 90% or majority of everyone that ends up applying for, say, a credit card, a loan, or an account with them. Uh, so our, our, our solution has an integration for banks where instead of ever getting rejected, um, you can recover these rejected applicants or, say, if you're that consumer applying, instead of ever getting rejected, you're seeing real-time actions that you can take help build up your eligibility, your credit score, and ultimately get approved. So it's no longer just getting shunned down, um, but everybody's getting a path to approval. So um, holistically, our mission is like eliminating credit rejection. Um, but, you know, humble beginnings, and, you know, we're starting with um, banks, loans, and credit cards. Okay, so I am someone that wants a credit card, and my credit is very low. And I, let's say I apply for, you know, a credit card or a loan at a bank, Instead of them saying no, they would use you and then put, say, hey, here what, here's what you have to hit in order to get this loan or, or get this credit card. Is that, is that kind of how it works? And if not, can you correct me? Yeah, exactly. So you know, you're, you're, you're right on it. Um, so a big issue that we find when someone is applying for, we'll just say a credit card in this example, but a financial product is there's usually a huge lack of transparency on what the criteria is, what credit score you might need, what income you might need. Um, so you're kind of applying blindly, let alone if you get rejected, you don't know what you need to do differently uh, to reach that goal. Um, so what our solution does is we're integrated right into that application experience. Um, so again, when you're applying, instead of it coming back and saying, sorry, you weren't approved or getting an email that says that, 
um, right in the application experience, instead of getting approved, they're screening you, um, pulling in credit score data, credit report data, and bank data, um, allowing us to profile you and immediately generating actions that you can take. So instead of it saying no, you're seeing, um, you know, you can afford to pay off $152 on that Chase card, for example, or um, you may, you know, we flag that there may be some um, items on your credit report that, uh, to be disputed and we can automate that for you, um, or savings goals and cutting back on Starbucks, things like that. Um, but each of these would be automated and are personalized to the applicant right into that experience um, to look at just changing that experience. I think just a big thing in, in society is so many times just historically when someone, um, we can say in the credit situation or financial situation is, you know, you're applying for a loan or something um, and you get rejected and so, you know, you're an outcast society, you don't fit the mold, you're, you're not ready to get approved for it. And we're looking at uh, shifting the tide there and making sure that, um, I said it earlier, but that everybody is having that path towards approval. So. It is. It sounds like a very needed product, um, and I think one of the most important things about it is the transparency it brings into like the process and almost education. Kind of would love to hear like how did you get started with this? You know, when when did you get the idea? Why did you decide to work on this? And would love to just hear a little bit about the origin story. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. Um, I enjoy mentioning the origin story just because it it starts with a personal problem. Um, you know, just very personal with me and my co-founder. Uh, my co-founder is Ab, Abhishek Kapoor. He's a co-founder and COO. I'm not this earlier. Um, I'm a co-founder and CEO of Kuru. And um, him and I started as freshman year roommates over at the University of Maryland. I was studying finance and marketing on a full-ride scholarship from Bill Gates. And he was studying computational finance and engineering also on a full-ride. But I guess two significant things to mention here. One, um, we were in a forced triple, um, which means was enough space for one person, but they forced three people into it. Um, so we did not have enough space for freshman year. And there's also no AC. So it was pretty much, um, you know, as claustrophobic and hot as you can get. So we wanted to move out our next year and get into a new apartment, new housing, a little bit more space. Um, and as we were applying for off-campus housing, we ended up getting rejected, not just for one house, but for every single off-campus housing opportunity. We got 13 straight rejections. Um, and this wasn't because we didn't have enough money to afford it. If anything, these scholarships would have fully covered and insured every single payment for housing, um, but it was only because we didn't have established credit scores that we weren't able to get approved. Um, so that really put us between a rock and a hard place. Our parents couldn't co-sign for us. Um, friends and family didn't know too much about credit. So, you know, we couldn't get approved. We had a couch surf for a few months that summer as we were taking summer courses. Um, but in that same time, we were learning more about credit, establishing our credit scores. Eventually this turned to building up a score and being able to get housing for the next semester, um, but then began to spiral and build up to a passion. We we earned certifications in counseling and began just knacking at the problems that we saw because a lot of building credit was counterintuitive to what a lot of people thought. So as this began to build, we had a client base of around 300 um, where at, at that point, that in a full-time student load was a bit much. And we were looking to automate um, a lot of what we were providing as advice, consulting uh, for people to reach their credit goals. And uh, my partner, Ab, is um, really big into algorithms, patterns, and we immediately began to, you know, turn these into algorithms or actions. We're using credit to track credit scores and credit report and mint bills to track transactions, payments, and information there. Um, and we were sending through email and text message actions that would help people improve their credit score. And through running this first semester, we were seeing great results, but even more than when interviewing and getting like the NPS from the users on this platform in the messaging is people actually preferred this platform more than they preferred working with us personally. 
which we kind of took offensively at first. Uh, actually, we're like, you know, well, that's a little bit more scalable. That was actually our intention. Um, let's lean a bit more into it. So we began to automate a bit more of this. And this began or leaned into the first version of the beta version of Kuru, um, which is an app, was an app on the App Store and was designed to automate credit score building. So rather than, say, a credit karma that shows you your credit score, it was designed to be more like an Acorns or a RoboAdvisor to automate the actions that you need to take. Um, that came into the App Store on May of 2018. And after about a year, um, we began to learn a new level of insights where a lot of our users weren't just using the app to build up their score, but it was almost always a means to an end. So they were trying to get a loan, a credit card, their first house. And around the same time, some of our marketplace partners were interested in working with us a little bit more closely. And we were learning that they had a very similar problem. They were rejecting 60 to 90% of all applicants that applied for financial products. Um, so at this time, we began to notice one of our critical insights, which was that lenders don't like rejecting their applicants and applicants don't like being rejected. So at that point, we transitioned and changed it from a consumer solution or a consumer app to a B2B solution where, or B2B2C solution, um, where now we're, and I said at the beginning, but now we're partnering with lenders and banks and helping them recover the rejected or abandoned audiences by having this integration that I said. Um, so I hope that's a bit of the origin story. I you know, covered a bit on, you know, add myself um, as well as a bit of what we do, but um, I'm sure again, you might have another you know, question to pop up right there, but um, that's, that's a bit of, you know, how we got started, the personal problem, and a little bit close to where we are today. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing all of that. What, what, what a story. And it's really interesting to hear the product development, the insights you've learned about the market, and then kind of adapting to that. Kind of would be interested to just hear, you know, what's a day in the life of a, of a founder in fintech, you know, as someone building this company? Are you spending your time talking to banks? Is it recruiting users? Is it is it building? Is it is it shipping code? Um, is it hiring? You know, employees. Well, I'd love to just hear kind of what you spend some of your time on. Yeah, uh, good question. The day in the life. So right now, um, we're in a little bit more of an exciting moment. We happen to have closed out um, a funding round just about a little bit over a month ago, um, which puts us in a pretty good position. We plan on you know growing the team soon. Um, you know, bigger office, more space, and just you know forecasting that. Um, of course, also hitting our targets um, is definitely a vision from, you know, dorm room beginnings. Um, that's definitely nice to see grow out and build out that culture. Um, but um, the day in the life, like now, what am I doing each day? Um, I would say my time is split maybe into two portions, uh, maybe the most important, but also, you know, maybe about 20%, 25% of my capacity is a form of, uh, I don't know if I would say managing my team, maybe leading, um, or maybe the simplest way of saying it is, um, you know, there's at the moment we're a team of about eight and it's a lot more effective for my time, you know, in a sprint mapping at the top of the week to make sure, you know, everyone is aligned and we're all moving line um, towards our goals um, to ensure that, you know, seven other people, um, you know, the rest of the team is all, you know, A-OK and we're all streamlining towards that finish line or towards the goal that we have set. Um, you know, if, and the inverse, you know, if 100% of my time would say towards my personal goal or, you know, whatever that may be to execute on, um, you know, that would be one person versus the eight. So it's a huge amplification. Um, on that initial catalyzing of the team. So at the top of the week, usually it's a lot of sprint mapping, um, having a little bit of time available or saving primarily time at the top of the week available for if the team needs me, if we need to have any of those meetings to kick off sprints, usually it's top heavy a lot on a lot of those meetings in the uh, Monday and Tuesday of the week, primarily Monday. Um, but as we go through the rest of the week, my majority capacity is sales. Um, so before I go into sales, um, just personally, I'm very focus oriented. Um, so I like things, you know, very clear and cut, um, if possible, and 
um, big believer, you know, if you're doing one thing fully mind and present, um, it'll likely have a better outcome than if you say you're multitasking, whatever that case may be. Um, so with our team, you know, co-founder and app, you know, we're going about, you know, hiring and many of the other core competencies um, that you'd expect. But me personally, um, I'm having the hat on right now as we're scaling up and building out our sales team. So a lot of my time right now is connecting with banks, um, networking, building out that, um, servicing our current customers, reflecting on that data. Um, so majority of my time, and I strive to, you know, make sure, reserve as much of that as possible, um, will end up being put towards the active execution of sales, um, building relationships with partners, and maintaining those of the current customers. And then just on the, the other side, a couple other things you mentioned as well, is of course, just things like investor relations and other responsibilities there as well. But the, the main two, from an operational standpoint, are typically, um, you know, alignment of the team, goals, making sure we're, we're shooting for the finish line. And on my side, personally, is I, I take hold of uh, moving forward our sales units and um, ultimately scaling out that team as well. So let's kind of look look out a little bit. You know, you're, it sounds like you're on top of everything, which is which is awesome. I appreciate the the look into an average day and an average week for you. Um, and let's just say you keep doing that for like a decade, right? You just keep executing, executing, hiring, selling, everything you got to do. If you zoom out and go to a high level, what would you say the the big vision is for crew or in a decade what will it look like you know how many people will it touch but I'll just love to hear like what, what where are you rowing yeah so i mentioned earlier that our mission is eliminating credit rejection so to then push that to the vision is right now the status quo is what i described earlier where you apply and if you're not readily have the criteria to be approved is you're rejected um, you get a rejection email, you're required by law to have that email, you know, it covers ground says, you know, it may have been because of your FICO score and that's it. The way that we look at this catalyzing in the next five to 10 years is that entire tone changing. It um, makes no reason why the requirement is simply no and a dead end. That's lost value for every single person in that chain um, and just not a valid solution. So five, 10 years from now, what we're seeing being the case is that standard changing. Um, to the point where it's almost even a law requirement where every lender needs to provide a path to approval instead of a rejection letter. So crew being the standard to help salvage that experience for applicants so everyone can have direction and also for lenders for them to be able to help further service their applicants. That's also a bad brand experience as well. So overall, it's changing the, the experience of a rejection email with an approval dashboard or a path to approval for everyone. Oh, man. It's that's awesome. It's it'd be such a game changer if and when that is kind of implemented across the board um, when it comes to uh, loans or credit cards. So I, I'm a huge fan of what you're building and the vision that you that you're that you're setting. Um, I guess my my second to last question is you. It's a lofty vision. You'll you'll definitely need some help. You'll need to hire employees. You'll need customers and banks and investors. But you'll also need you know help from the forward thinking founders community. So for my last question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help you out? Or is there an ask that you have that is something that someone listening can fulfill? Oh, absolutely. Love that. Um, I, I guess I'll say in two ways, I guess one, I always like providing value first. So, um, I guess personally, you know, happy to connect, you know, if someone was, you know, personally tired or thought, you know, there's some value that I can add to you, happy to grab time, you know, set up a personal call and, you know, we can definitely chat and jam it up. Um, now that being said, um, in terms of just where my attention's at right now, I mentioned like sales and stuff earlier. Um, you know, if you're, if you're personally or professionally, you know, tied in an industry that maybe, you know, we can 
partner of late, we're seeing the ability to help recover these applicants. Um, this can be anything from the range. There's a lot of social stuff going on, and I do believe credit truly disproportionately affects underrepresented groups as you look historically at things like redlining and approval for loans and housing. Um, so whether that be on the side of, you know, there's an initiative and community you're involved with um, where we can have a large impact or on the side where it's more of a traditional FI and bank um, or lender credit card company um, that you're in touch with they're part of and think, you know, we could definitely see some alignment there. I um, would love to get in touch. So either way, you know, if I can provide some value to you or, you know, we can see a potential partnership path, I um, would love to get connected. Awesome. And then the, I guess, the last question, if someone heard that and they're like, oh my gosh, like I, I, I want to help. I want to get involved. I want to learn more. What's your website? What's, are you on Twitter? What's your email, LinkedIn, you know, anything, anything that you want to drop for people to get in touch yeah, um, would, would love for you to drop so they can go and find you. Yeah, absolutely. So again, my name is David Potter. Um, our website is, well, the company name is Kuru, C-U-R-U. It stands for Credit Guru for the record. And the website is kurucredit.com, C-U-R-U-C-R-E-D-I-T.com. Um, so if you check out that website, that will have a bunch of other links to just our solution. Um, you can find a bit more there. Um, if you want to reach out to me personally, you can do that at david at kurucredit.com. So that's my personal email. Feel free to shoot me an email and looking forward to getting in touch. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. You're tackling a really you know, large problem for a lot of people and with a pretty, pretty awesome, awesome solution. So I wish you all the best and, you know, best of luck making it happen. And thanks again for coming on. Absolutely. No, thank you a ton, Matt, for just taking the time. Love getting connected and just forward to uh, keeping the connection going down the road. Absolutely. All right. Thank you for tuning in to that episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I really want to thank our sponsors of today's episode, Turing, for supporting June's episodes of Forward Thinking Founders. If you are a startup founder or a CEO and have any need for technical talent or need an engineering team, specifically a remote engineering team, I highly encourage you to check out Turing.com and see what they can do for you. They have a two-week risk-free trial where you can check out what they going on and if you go over to turing.com t-u-r-i-n-g.com tell them matt sherman sent you tell them matt sherman six six being the month of june thanks for listening to today's episode and i'll see you tomorrow peace